Hey, hey, all you Arizona lovers, this is the Finding Arizona podcast, episode number 282. I'm your host, Jose. Thank you so much for listening. To get today's guests are two individuals who are actually really great to talk to, but on top of that, one of them is returning to us from a previous episode, and I will let you guess which one it is. So we're going to tell you that and then move on to the businessy side. You can hear every episode of Finding Arizona Podcast at our website, findingarizonapodcast.com. We make it easy for you guys to connect with us, so we want you to go check out Twitter, Instagram, Facebook under Finding Arizona Podcast. Tell us what you want in next or who you want in next, and we will make that happen next up if you want to go check out our website and underneath two different categories one is the newsletter and one is the blog newsletter is a little bit more of the official side of things and then the blog is a little bit more of the personal side of things so you take your pick on which route you want to go we will we will be seeing you on the other side regardless of which way you go uh so on top of that if you want to become a super duper fan you can go check out patreon.com slash fighting arizona podcast there we will sign up for one of the tiers and in return you will get bonus content so now ends all the businessy things but now is my favorite part of the intro which is the community cork board if you have something that you want to shout out send us a line over at finding arizona podcast at gmail.com i encourage you guys to go do so because we really want to share the community events going on like the following melrose vintage market is putting on another one of their weekend events you can go to uh, the melrose district around 700 west west campbell avenue and then uh, during the morning hours between 9 and 3 p.m they will be holding a free admission vintage art and eats you can go walk around enjoy the area we hope that you guys go check it out again admission is free wear a mask and it's a dog friendly event next up mama's makers market that's a mouthful you can go check out 2021 east camelback camelback road in phoenix uh, and that's taking place saturday may 8th 9 a.m to 3 p.m and again this is curated for mothers who have their own um you know from art to furniture health and beauty jewelry decor we hope that you guys go check this out uh and and also it's a local event, so it's fun for the fun fun for the family. Uh, again, Mama's Makers Market, and I'm getting a mouthful today. So that will just end our intro, and we are going to go jump into this episode. This is episode number 282 with the owners of Only the Finest Media. I will catch you all on the next episode. I totally get it. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> welcome back to the Finding Arizona podcast. I'm your host, Jose. As always, we bring in very special guests every week. Today is no different. Ladies and gentlemen, through the power of Zoom, we have two guests coming to us. One is brand new. The other one you may remember, that silky, sexy voice. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I'm going to introduce Mike Gillian and Alan Foreman. How's it going, How's guys? How's it going? Good, oh, good. How are you doing? Mike, I said your last name wrong. Correct yeah, me. Yeah, it's Gian. Gian. I'm always going to get it wrong because it looks like Gillian. I'm so sorry. Alan, welcome. Please introduce yourself in the business. I want to just really give you guys the, the platform right now and give you the, the headroom because, ladies and gentlemen, these two are not only great friends of ours, but they're also podcasters. So this one is going to be a fun one. <laughs> yeah. Um, a little bit about myself. Uh I'm 27. I grew up here in Phoenix, Arizona, in the Valley. Um, 
in the little rougher side of the neighborhood. Um, yeah. But, you know, everything's fine. Um, I guess basically what we kind of just, I met Mike one day in yeah. college <laughs> and that's kind of what started our friendship. You know, um, one, I didn't, college wasn't ever, like it was always in my plans, but I just never saw it through because um, yeah. no one in my family made it to college. So I was, uh, that was the first one sure. to go to a university. Um, my sisters, obviously, they, they finished their community college. My mom went to community college. So I, yeah. going to a university and making friends and building connections was something I didn't dream of. Um, so having that opportunity was great. Obviously, I got a great friend out of that whole thing. Um, everything was, was super cool, man. Go, um, every opportunity that I had, I, I wanted to take it and, and push for it. And yeah. we came up with, a, with an idea um, for a film business, and we kind of just been rolling with it. It took a long time to get it to where it is now. Yeah, I'll tell you that. Uh, we'll get into that later. But it's been a fun ride, man. Uh, I, I've enjoyed it all. Um, everything's cool that's good that's good to hear i'm gonna ask you guys um just kind of like we'll we'll take a step back i'm gonna let mike kind of step in here for a second mike give us the name officially of the business before we get too far in and i i forget i didn't even say the business name go ahead mike tell us what what we're talking about today but before i do that i did want to point out that even though his name looks like it's spelled like foreman it's actually Furman. um so really no, it's oh, not. No. <laughs> no, I was like, I was like, I was like, you had me, and I was like squinting down over here at the Zoom names, and I'm like, it says form. Um, so the the name of the the name of the company is uh, only the finest media. Yeah. Um, OTF Media. We had originally wanted to do OTF Productions, and then we uh, slipped up and, and lost the rights <laughs> to the name. Um, but OTF yeah. Media, it is a, a wide ranging uh, company that focuses specifically. On just media, it's separate from my company, mm-hmm. True Fan Marketing, which is very business centric. Uh, OTF Media, where we focus on weddings. Alan actually uh, participated in filming my wedding, which I just had on New Year's. Congratulations! And thank you. Uh, and then I actually, so Alan is very much kind of like the mastermind behind the camera. He can, all of the the zooming, the composition. He also does focus manually, which I have learned is uh, it takes a lot of skill. I am more yeah. of the back end. I handle the the editing, post production, uh, mixing, uh, color correction, all that stuff. So combined, yeah. uh, we have we can you know film and, and um, compose basically anything you would need. Uh, business. We've already done a couple of business videos even before we had the official name behind it. Um, you know corporate videos and stuff like that. Nice. I just want to say, too, it's like you guys sound like you have a lot of fun together. Just from the, the conversations <laughs> we've had so far, you guys sound like you, you have a blast together. Um, I'm going to ask Alan now, kind of the question is, I ask everyone is, uh, I used to ask this, like the very first question, but now we kind of ask this new question is, how's life been since the pandemic? You know, there's a lot of changes and a lot of things going on. And I just want to kind of get to you know, how have life affected you? And like, where, where are you guys now as not only a business, but personally, both of you, like, are you guys doing well? How's your families? All that. Yeah. Um, life, it was, it was, it was kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, when the pandemic first started, um, I had a a girlfriend at the time, Mm -hmm. um, and we broke up literally the day Arizona shut down. Wow. Um, so it was very, it was very, uh, it was, Sticky yeah. situation because we had to stay yeah. together. Uh, we had to continue to live together post breakup. Uh, so oh. we got off to a rocky start. 
um, everything. You know, but we're 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 mature enough to kind of handle that situation and move on. Um, I ended up being able to stay on at my job. Uh, and that was when I was at a I was at a preschool called Wiz Kids Preschool. Yeah, uh, I was one of the four that uh, that they they kept. Uh, everyone else got four load. Um, wow. However, I it became mentally exhausting working. Yeah. Um, while everybody like everybody was at home, they're yes they're bored, um, but like working every day, mm-hmm. like putting in so many hours because we were the only ones there. So we're essentially working from six a.m. to six p.m. Yeah. Uh, for the daycare to stay open, and it just became, it was just draining <laughs> on the body, and uh, they cut our pay because obviously like more kids were we're uh, leaving due to the pandemic so it was tough to kind of survive and i live sure. in scottsdale so we know it's not the cheapest place um but it was it was rough um it took me a while i kind of i was kind of going on my roller coaster of emotions so slipping in and out of like slight am i am i depressed am i not depressed do i want like yeah should i just like ask to be forelode and just stay home like i didn't know what to do running the risk everyone around me getting sick not getting sick um, both my parents, uh, my, my mother and my stepfather both got, uh, tested positive for coronavirus, um, yeah. in July, I believe yeah, okay. of, of last year. Um, so, you know, it, it went through, it ran its course. I had a negative test result the one time that I felt like I had symptoms being mm-hmm. in contact with my, with my family. So I never tested positive officially for it. So I'm blessed for that. Um, <laughs> I went through three jobs in one year, uh, so I was kind of hopping around trying to find something that sticked. Uh, it led me to Target, and that's mm. where I'm at now. Mm. Um, and it's been fun. Obviously, every day you work during the pandemic, you run a risk of coming in contact, especially at Target being such a high-volume store. For sure. People in and out. Um, but it's been fun. Um, and I wouldn't... It's been an experience. Yeah. Uh, some good things have come out of it. It gave me and Mike a lot of time to really sit down and get all this started and sorted out and like yeah hey, we literally can't leave our house on the weekend so <laughs> you're forced to talk to me on the phone because exactly. i know you're not doing anything <laughs> so we're gonna get this done and, you know, like we gotta and it was get more in Mike, a corner <laughs> it was more Mike keeping my head on straight because i'm like ah well i'm bored let's go i was like let's have a drink and play call of duty yeah he's like all right well he's like before you have Do a drink that. and play call of duty uh let's talk about uh, a couple things and nail it out and then yeah and that's kind of what spawned what we really pushed um for only the finest uh media to start sure and what's really gave us our our big our big break and that's also what kind of spawned our podcast because beautiful we were still in a pandemic and <laughs> we're like we're looking for something extra to do um because we couldn't get any any gigs with the with you know everyone being cautious businesses shutting down yeah. rescheduling so we're like let's find something else to buy our time and here comes Talk Me Out of It podcast featuring Alan and Mike, two knucklehead kids thinking that we can talk about sports. <laughs> I <laughs> love it. We've seen how far we've came, you know, we got a whole T-shirt for yeah. us, you know, shout uh, <laughs> out nitrogen sports on a whole nother level. I love it. It's been fun. It. It's been fun. See, that's the that's the great oh. thing about this kind of time and period where, you know, I, I as hard it is, is to hear the stories behind some of certain people's backgrounds and and what's been happening to uh, families all throughout the world and just being affected on this level, I, I really take solace and I take a little bit of um, joy from those moments where I try and find the silver linings with 
individuals like yourselves, business owners like yourselves, um, you know, whether that's spending more time with your kids like myself and finding new creative outlets like yourselves, like what you guys have been able to do. Um, I find the, the joy in this, whatever brown or gray cloud that we have over our heads, you know, there's, there's still those moments of like, okay, there's still something happening. There's still some, some, some people out there wanting to make the best out of a, a, a bad situation. So, you know, I find joy in these kind of conversations, especially hearing, you know, the fact that you, you guys together are creating and creating positively from this, this kind of uh, time together. So I really do appreciate you letting me in on that story. Um, Mike, can you give me your perspective on Alan's story and kind of how you fit into, you know, after meeting him at college and then kind of breaking away and then meeting him, you know, doing more time with him over the pandemic and now having a full running OTF going? Okay, absolutely. Um, so to, to kind of go back to that time, um, yeah. Once, so we met in uh, 2013. I was actually a transfer student up to NAU. Yeah. Alan, I believe, was had just completed his freshman year. Okay. Um, so there's a bit of there's actually a lot of an age gap there because I'm uh, I'll be I'll be 36 um, in May, um, and he's not even pushed 30 yet. Um, <laughs> but he's getting there. Don't, don't don't think I'm not paying attention to that, Alan. Um, but no, we just. Um, <laughs> We just we we actually met. We were working at a pizza place together. Uh, we're not going to shout them out because uh, we don't. They don't deserve the publicity. Um, None. <laughs> Nitro Nitrogen Sports uh, Pizza Company, I guess, is what we'd call it um, yeah. as its code name. But no, we just we just had like a really like interesting vibe. Like we were we had kind of the same taste in music. Um, okay. We just we just we 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 vibed. I was uh, you know we we had we we didn't even really have in the classes. I was a philosophy major. He was obviously in film, yeah. and um, even then, like we were just we were just kind of cool. And then within six months of meeting, I was gone. I was actually started making my way around to to Las Vegas, yeah. Um, as a you know as a as a prop gambler and and also still working in the golf business, mm -hmm. and but we just kind of always stayed in touch, stayed in touch, and you know years go by you know 2017 um i finally you know 2016 i finally come back to the valley um he's still in flagstaff but we know we're, we're we're still hanging out and then a year passes after that he comes down and you know i just kind of got that that sense of i'd, I'd always kind of been interested in media mm -hmm. um i was a theater major when i very when i first started college and so I, I learned a lot about, you know, actors and all that. But then I would after a while, like if you're if you're into something like you kind of realize that, you know, there's there are things that you can see if you if you learn it and it's yeah. bad. So now, like I, I watch a movie and it's almost ruined for me because of all this time I spend in post-production is like, oh, that's a green screen. It's like, you oh, know, that's... you know, what's going to suck more because <laughs> I've been through the same situation with you is when you start delineating that knowledge to your loved ones, to your wife. <laughs> and to your, it's like, because now they yeah. hate it just as much as you, because you're pointing out all the nuance behind it. Cause my, I've done this to my wife. I'm like, Oh, you see that clip where it's like, it's a, it's a, you know, where they, cut one scene and like did another like really bad like just jump cut and i'm just like you see that and she goes yeah i see it every day now because of you because it's like my favorite <laughs> show and i watch it all the time but now i know that there's a horrible jump cut 
And I'm like, yeah, welcome. Yeah. yeah. And then what happens, you know, the, the CGI and all that, but I, I've always had an, I've always had kind of a, an interest in that. And, you know, when I found out that he was in film, I figured, well, you know, I may not know a lot. I may not have a lot of background in Hollywood. Um, but as a creative guy, I figured, well, let's, let's let's do this let's let's at least you know fill it out you know i was just kind of getting some some um you know gaining some heat as a writer um just as a copywriter and also i had my books for during this time like uh i think when we came up with this idea i was still in the process of of completing my novel so i've always had that kind of creative juices and you know then you know, didn't as as usual in life, it didn't work out the way that we thought it might. Um, my career ends up taking off, you know, rather rather quickly. Um, so now I'm not only a writer, but I'm also getting into like the, you know, the real meat of digital marketing and even some print marketing. And so, but in a way, it turned out to be the best thing for us because as I started to get more involved in in my company in my business, yeah, these other opportunities started opening up where it's like, okay. Um, you know, we want to start creating some videos. And I said, well, I, you know, I'm kind of getting involved in this, but my, one of my best friends, um, knows exactly what he's doing. He's done videos. I can show you some of the videos he made some, even some commercials. I think it was an aquarium, Alan. Yeah. Um, I did a commercial for a local aquarium up in Flagstaff. Yeah. And um, called it was called Aquaterra, but I believe they they're closed down now after the pandemic. They mm-hmm. just didn't have enough to stay afloat. Uh, I was telling yeah, I, a, I was telling an inspiring I was telling an inspiring story, and then you just had to and go. You just undercut <laughs> it right there. You just cut it I, off I, I had to. I had to. Yeah, where's the, where's the record just, scratch? I was just about to say too. This is what probably happens a lot on the podcast too, because you guys have like the like you just mentioned. You have different age ranges, but it's like. Mike, you have probably like a different sense of like the, you know, the the 90s than Alan would the 90s, like, you know, understanding of like overall concepts of like, you know, things like, you know, the Bulls and like, well, who's who's number one, LeBron or, or Mike? It's like, you know, you, when you guys have these conversations on your podcast, like, I can't imagine just what you guys go through just as a, a state of like just being two different people that just really do get along, though. <laughs> Yeah, my favorite thing to do is to let Mike know I never need his help. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've always, I've always got advice. I've always got help, and I've yeah, always got ideas. That's why. That's why I love him because he, he always, he, whatever I I tend to go through, he's been through. Yeah. Uh, so I'll ask him for help, and if I didn't like what he said, I was like, "See, this is why I don't ask you for help." <laughs> I get the bad. I get the sense. bad advice from you, so yeah. that I know what not to do. Exactly. <laughs> So then, well, uh, just to, just to kind of put a pin into that, yeah. um, so so we did. Uh, I had one of my clients. Uh, we 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 shot a couple videos for them, and I was more of just like, like I kind of knew what was going on, but I was more of like the the production assistant. Yeah. Um, and you know, Alan kind of handled a lot more of the of the setup, and he was like the key grip, the director, you know, and the DP. So he kind of got all that. But you know, just through those experiences, like I, I learned you know, what it takes to, to do that. And then after a while, you know, probably, you know, 150 hours worth of YouTube videos and, you know, going out, you know, filming my dogs, you know, with their ears flapping in the wind, um, down the highway and just having, just having fun with it. And, 
so so yeah and then in regards to the podcast you know we we've we, we had talked about it a bit here and there and then finally it was literally like three days before football season it's like let's just you know get yourself a 50 dollar usb mic mm-hmm. you know i've got i've got audio equipment here now um just because of everything that i've had to to learn how to do um yeah during the pandemic and you know we're going to call it this and you have a bat you know you're a huge sports fan you have teams that you root for yeah. i have a background in gambling and let's just throw it together let's and to see town. what happens yeah, yeah. and it. so and that's and that's what's really so interesting about these days is that you really have like two options um there's there are various options in the middle but you know I, I, I'm glad you kind of skipped over me when it came to like the pandemic. Cause it was actually, it's, I've been incredibly lucky. Um, part of that is just, you know, well, a lot of it is luck. Um, but also just, you know, being flexible enough to kind of be able to adjust and also having clients, um, that were able to adjust during that time. Yeah. But you really have two options. You can, you can, you know, mope and, and be upset and angry about what's going on or think mm-hmm. it's not fair. Or you can do something about it. And, you know, the worst case scenario, the podcast was just something just to get us through, uh, just to have something to do, have something to look forward to. Yeah. Um, you know, when, when, when life is, you know, kind of falling apart on the other side and, um, and eventually what you learn is that the more you do stuff and the more you kind of get familiar, your skills improve and you never know, like now we have, now we're in a position uh, where we can sell these services if somebody else wants, you know, editing or, or advice or, or consulting yeah. that we can do that. So that's what's been so great about this is that it's really given us an opportunity to utilize our, cre- our creativity and not let all the other stuff uh, hinder our abilities. Yeah. I just want to say, like, you, you know, Mike, just from our first encounter, like I have to say you've grown leaps and bounds of just knowledge confidence, just everything. Like I, I, I really do mean it because from our first encounter, there was there's this, I, I have to say like, you, you know, we're both nervous. Like we don't know each other. We don't, you know, really have um, an understanding, a lot of like audio or anything. We try like, you know, just from our first encounter to now, I have to say, it's like, I'm very impressed. That's all oh. I have to say. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was a lot easier back then, especially now knowing that I need to make sure to send you the file of the video <laughs> with the proper audio. <laughs> no, nah, um, man, you're good. You're good. <laughs> I appreciate I mean, honestly, it's like it's just incredible to just see every person, whoever it may be as a business owner, kind of really flex their knowledge muscles as far as, you know, Zoom calls, recordings, podcasting, uh, uh, changing to an online medium, uh, you know, whatever it may be. It's like, it just really doesn't, it makes me think of like, wow, these individuals had to, like you said, sink or float. It's up to you. You have, you have every opportunity to float, make it happen. And so like, it's this, you know, from the stories that I've been able to capture from this podcast, it's just been incredible to see those people who have floated and done well, pretty much. And I'll, I'll admit to my, my pandemic, you know, um, my wife's in the, the healthcare services. So we both caught COVID early on and she was pregnant when she had the COVID and that kind of really scared us for a moment. Um, when you, 
we got past it. And then the thing that kind of scared me more was just, you know, realizing the effect that it had on my tribe, which is my um, Native American side of my family, you know, affecting an entire tribe that is delicate in the sense that our culture is not preserved very well in the, in, in the fact that the elders are the ones who hold the stories and they are the only people who know that knowledge. And so once they're gone, they're, it's gone. And that's one of the things that scared me most. And that's the, my hope later down the road. And what I'm trying to do behind the scenes is just kind of, you, you know, take that understanding and maybe I can make an effect by using my knowledge of recordings and audio uh, based knowledge and try to do something with the tribe about that. So, you know, that's kind of behind the scenes for me, but anyway, I just want to now kind of go into what you guys do for this podcast. I would like to ask you guys, what are kind of the things that people need to understand, or I guess make note of what's different about your podcast because you're coming it from a different aspect of gambling I, mean, um, I, I would say the I'll, I'll go ahead. I'll start. You could you'll finish. Cause, yeah. yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah. you set them up. I'll you, knock them down, Alan. Go ahead. You, you always you always start. Let me let me let me go first for once. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, honestly, what's <laughs> what I what I like about it? What's different is just our dynamic. Um, is really what it boils down to. Because uh, like I said, we're as much as I'm passionate about sports, I'm not overly knowledgeable like i can't sit down and break down every little thing for you mm-hmm. but i i see enough i understand the games enough to confidently say what i have to say and yeah. me being the outlandish outgoing person that i am i'll say some really bold things i will say some things like mm-hmm. like like that guy is literally out of his mind but then when it happens it only solidifies me being that crazy genius that i already believe that <laughs> i am <laughs> and it's just it's honestly it that's really what it boils down to for me at least it's just how well we work together yeah um and how like i'll be way off the rails and we have to have mike here (laughs) you know all right let's let's reel it back in but then there's those moments where like the roles are reversed where mike gets a little heated or he gets a little passionate about something do you know do you know his buttons (laughs) like let me ask you this do you know his buttons like could we mention a topic and then like mike will go off the deep end and turn into like sports radio mike or like (laughs) <laughs> uh you know <laughs> I, I wouldn't say he has a button he usually keeps it pretty mellow okay uh, i try to get him to fire off on people you know we, we had like we'll have little segments where we ask our our listeners to like uh come at mike and the mike will uh, you know oh. like come at you on the next podcast nice. and he'll, he'll okay. keep it humble okay. but the few times he did defend himself pretty pretty well is when we had to have an intervention um, when he kept wanting to bet on the Washington Wizards, and oh. I was like, Mike, I was like, Wait, you got, you, I was like, you got to stop. <laughs> I was like, you okay, got to stop. Okay, to be fair, to be fair, <laughs> I got really excited because because I I think myself like Alan, um, and just so you know, this is probably going to go off the rails. This is going to be one example of us going off the rails. <laughs> um, but uh, we took so we did an NBA preview, and mm. this was three days after, uh, or like a week or so after uh, Westbrook got traded to yeah. the Wizards. Yeah. So we figured, you know, Westbrook, Beal, they're, and they're over-under. We, so I took the over. Um, 
we took the over. They, they only have to win like 32 games. They can still technically do it. Yeah. Um, so I, I was excited. I know Alan, you're a you're a believer of Westbrook, and it's it's hard to and it's there. It's still kind of there, but my God, that team is a mess. But I, I couldn't I couldn't just let it go, and not so much from I just I just really believed in them that if they just kind of got everything and got past all the COVID stuff that they had issues with. Um, but yeah, but if to to be honest. Um, you know, I think I even got on my soapbox in our last episode and just um, defending gambling as a form of entertainment um, yeah. as opposed to, um, you know, being able to make that connection. Um, but one thing I will say, though, um, and this kind of since this is, uh, you know, learning about different you know people in Arizona, um, I think the biggest thing that people that are that are hopefully still listening to this um, <laughs> is that. You know, Alan and I still have a very small audience. It's a very niche audience. Um, You have to, you know, there, but I guarantee you, like the fan duels of the world and even like our sponsor who's not known, our sponsor is very unique because it's a Bitcoin only um, sports book. It's a crypto sports book, which is already starting to take traction. But if you have something you're passionate about and you have something that you you feel like you can have a voice around, like there Mm -hmm. are people that are willing to listen to you. Absolutely. And you you don't have to worry about having, well, I would do it, but you know, I you know, what if it doesn't take up it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you have your most people, you know, like the Tim Ferriss show is a good example. Yeah. You know, that came from even even when it first started, nobody knew about it, nobody cared about it. And it wasn't until, you know, probably within the first fifty episodes, but it also took him, you know, ten years to build himself up as a as a brand, as an entrepreneur. So Absolutely. just start something. Start yeah. something and, and you never know what can come from it. I'll tell you, I'll, I'll agree with you 100% because I, like, I think we had this conversation, I don't know if with, with you or another person, but you know, I felt like you know, this was going nowhere. The podcast, I, for a very significant amount of episodes where I just was like, this is just for fun for me. This is just recording for the sake of recording with friends and having a good time. And I didn't really think it was building traction and it wasn't until someone made a comment like in passing like hey i love the episode or just kind of like saw what you did i thought it was really cool and it was like those moments that really just was like yeah man this is going like that's what really pushed me forward it's getting compliments and things like that nice people coming to me and people who said that they bought things from the people who were on our episodes it was really nice it's incredible to to know that people listen like that so yeah i agree with you 100 like i really thought local businesses here in arizona like that's niche that's super niche no one's gonna listen and sure enough you know we we i mean 200 episodes later you know speaks for itself it's absolutely and that's that that's something to be commended for absolutely um i want to get into like let's have a little bit of fun because we're reaching towards the end so i kind of if i could press some hot button topics with you guys because i am a little bit of a sports fan myself so are you guys um into ufc can i talk to you about the next ufc fight uh, i know some things okay. i'm not i wouldn't say i'm huge into it okay um i was uh, big into it earlier is, in life can i ask any gambling favorites or anything looking forward to the weekend mike that oh, uh, we yes. should be or alan whoever like <laughs> yes. Yes. like the you can ask like, me yeah. That for sure. Yeah. Because I am on a, I am on a, I'm going for a big money uh, parlay here. Okay. I also, we also individualize each of these bets. So that way, if the parlay fails, if one of the bets go through, we still win some cash. But uh, 
It's uh, Villanova, oh. uh, Oregon State, Oral Roberts, and Syracuse all winning in the upset on Saturday. <laughs> Mike, you, 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 you went back in your seat there for a moment. Man, Mick, you yeah. want to interject? <laughs> no. Uh, well, no. I'd rather him tell you just, just tell him about the, the, the rush that, uh, that you had over the weekend. We're okay. going to go back. Yeah. Oh, yeah, let's go rush. back. Let's we talk can, about we can the go fact even, that... We can go back to the AFC championship game and, <laughs> and the playoffs for football where I called the first touchdown scored being by Dawson Knox on the Buffalo Bills. Single only reason, hear me out. Don't, don't think I'm crazy. This okay. is why I say I'm a crazy genius. I was playing Madden the night before we did this podcast. <laughs> I was playing I against like the Buffalo like, Bills. I, first off, nothing, was, nothing, no story ends well after saying I was playing late night Madden. But this story does. <laughs> I was playing Madden, and I, I was the Eagles. I had a game against the Buffalo Bills. It was a very crucial one. I needed to win this game to keep my first place in the division because the Cowboys were hot on my tail. Yeah, I could not stop Dawson Knox to save my life. This man, it literally gave me nightmares from a video game of how bad this video game torched me with a player. Like, I double covered him. I triple covered him. I personally controlled the per- like player. Couldn't, like, God, could not stop him. He had, like, 12 catches, 295 yards, and three touchdowns. He was eating me alive. So we come on the podcast the next day. Mike's throwing out all these odds. I said, what is Dawson Knox? He goes, who? I was like, Whoa, what? I, I was gotta, like, I what is Dawson down. Knox? I got to scroll yeah, down. He had, a, he, had a, he had a scroll forever. I said, put your money on Dawson Knox. Like, this man ate me alive in Madden last night. I know he's going to get it done. Oh, man. That's a good story. Be- against the <laughs> Chiefs. Lo and behold. Against, against the, the Chiefs. Chiefs I who remember. had the ball to start. Who had the ball to start the, the game. Oh, I remember. Lo and behold. And in the moment, I... I knew he was going to score. So, like, when the, the Bills were on the goal line, I saw him go in motion. The second he went in motion, I yelled, touchdown. And everybody in my house, Touch like, it. my sister's house was like, why are you so excited for a touchdown? I said, because I bet on Dawson Knox <laughs> and you just like to score it. this touchdown. I, I just want ran a prop out, bet. No, I ran out the house. Like, I didn't see the touchdown scored. I already knew it was going to happen. So as I'm running in the street screaming and yelling of that, like, a journal rush of my first big-time, like, bet and call, I get the call from Mike, and he's screaming on the phone, like, I can't believe you I did that. I can't believe you just won that prop bet. <laughs> and, so, yeah. like, it was just, it was amazing. Oh, and there you go. And um, so in so the big props that we hit just in those two games was Dawson Knox. I had Gronkowski scoring the first touchdown at fourteen to one in the Super Bowl, and Alan actually called the. We were actually able to bet the color of the Gatorade that was poured nice. onto nice <laughs> onto Arians. Yeah. That's um, a good one. But no March Madness. But then you know then we proceeded to this basketball season. The the pro sports uh, that 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 has not been good. I think we finally got no. to our tenth bet, and and we we put in a lot of volume in the NBA, and I think we barely cleared like our eleventh, maybe tenth or eleventh bet one. And <laughs> yeah. um, we have yeah, we're on two we're on two days a week, so that that should give you an idea. But <laughs> yeah, March Madness. No, we're on the we are on the Oral Roberts uh, bandwagon. Oh, where here it's we official. go. Allen bet them to win the choo, the second choo. game, right? <laughs> Yeah, the second game over the past weekend. Nice. You also and, had uh, who else did you have? Oh, Abilene Christian. Uh, I, also, I think I took. Um, I don't remember. I, I just know they they, they you let bet me Abilene down Christian. Oh, Abilene Christian. Oh, you bet Christian, Abilene Christian yeah. in the first yeah. round, and then you bet and them the, again, yeah, but they the lost to UCLA. Game. Yeah, and uh, mm-hmm. what we coin, what we say on our podcast is uh, we call, we call it lemon booty. 
Uh, it's when you get real nervous and you kind of pucker your you cheeks, pucker out, cheeks of, yeah. out of out of anxiousness. So during that Oral Roberts game, because as I was watching it, because uh, I was watching the Abilene Christian game, mm-hmm. and so as I'm watching them slowly mm-hmm. lose their lead, like they're up by 12. Yeah, I look over, I see Oral Roberts is down by 12. I was like, oh, this isn't good. I was like, I kind of want, you know, I was like. I need Oral Roberts to catch up. Yeah. And as I'm looking at the score tracker in the top corner, I see Oral Roberts slowly knocking down that lead. And as I'm watching my game, I see Aberlene Christian slowly start to lose their lead. <laughs> so I was like, let me flip the game and maybe like the luck will change. Yeah. Uh, and then that Oral Roberts game came down to the wire and it was You were just clutching. Just clutching. It was, yeah, you it was just close. And I I would say that was probably one of the realest lemon booty moments I've ever had. Uh, mainly because it was one of the first bets that I got to place on my own, like uh, not through Mike. Yeah. So like I had even more value for me. Nice. Uh, and to pick a to pick a long shot. Always it always um, feels good to get that first that first debut. Yeah. yeah. So it was it was real nice. It was a it was a big one. Yeah. So let me. So I I know for like you guys are doing March Madness. I want to ask you about NBA really quick because of LeBron's injury. It's like now there's a new. There was like overnight a change in the betting, the prop bets, or the betting for uh, MVP of the year. Yeah, and it so, was. Yeah, Jokic is now the um, Jokic is now the favorite. I don't know who to. I, I don't know who to bet. I honestly, because you could still you could still make the case for Giannis, but almost nobody ever wins it three years in a row. Yeah, um, well, even though he has thing, those numbers. I mean, LeBron spends millions of dollars on his body. I'm expecting him to be back in like five days. He, the high ankle sprain is nothing. He's going to be in a hyperbolic chamber just like Gokuing it up and He's just in, like be back in five days. He's in Germany right now probably having his uh, his blood spun, like all of it, oh, just yeah, like a everything. Chevrolet. Just like <laughs> stem, shell, stem, stem cells, just anything they can do, and yeah. Yeah, he'll be back just fine. He'll be, he'll be um, raring to go. <laughs> but for those for those local listeners that uh, that ever want to think that we're homers, we actually have uh, one of the prop bets that we have is we have the Suns to win the Pacific Division. Nice. At about 5-1. to one. And we also got them to win the Western Conference and go to the finals. Really? Um, yeah. Yeah. Just okay. because we're we're fans. We're we're fan of the team. I am not like I don't have other than you know the last time I was really passionate about a sports team was the the at the time the Phoenix Coyotes uh, right around the time that they were trying to get sold and moved to Hamilton. Um, so I'm I'm very um, but since then I was a lunatic. I'm, I can't even look at myself in the mirror back then. Luckily, there's not a whole lot of photos left from back then. Um, but yeah, I um I'm just I'm very but I do like you know paying attention to odds and and kind of looking at it from that way but we're all in on the suns as far as contenders alan's a Cavs fan so it's been a very interesting uh year for him sports year sports year in general has not been kind to to alan <laughs> just just not, not not the greatest not the greatest time to be a Cavs fan nah I, we passed 12 wins this year so that, that was my that was my victory so everything's fine nice <laughs> nice 12 wins here we go hey but yeah. thank you guys again for in you know helping me out just like helping me to have this conversation with you guys i'm very excited and now you got a new fan because i'm definitely going to check out this you know your guys's podcast more and more because i'm as i get more older and older and i'm interested in more sports i i want to bet on something once in a while I'm like, oh wait yeah, oh, trust it. me once Listen. once the summer comes and all we have left is cricket and handball <laughs> and we i actually want like that's an intense game in rugby. Like we're, we're going to have that six weeks. Oh yeah. We can. Yeah. 
Dude, yeah. how crazy how crazy was watching cornhole and like the axe throwing? Those cornhole? Like ESPN went all out on their cornhole this year. I just want to say it, like, it was amazing. Yeah. I never I did not know people can cornhole so so well. Yeah, and just like, like some I of the highlights was... too, where it's like guy like guys probably older than all three of us, like just really kind of getting real LeBron cocky esque. It was like, let me see if I can hit this one bag from behind and like score it in and just yeah <laughs> on the money yeah. every time it was i hope it was that beautiful. never happened i hope this never happens again in our lifetime <laughs> yeah it's like welcome to Alan our third hour sport. cornhole league 20 2020 yeah by that point alan and i will invent our own sport exactly well thank you guys again before we go i kick it off to you guys maybe Alan will take hold of this. Let everyone know where they can find you online, your website, name, social media, everything that you guys have going on. Kick it away to promote yourselves. Go right ahead. Yeah, definitely. Um, only the finest media. You can find us on Facebook. Uh, we had we have an Instagram started. Uh, nice. It's in the early stages. And then we and Mike both have emails. Uh, Alan at onlythefinestmedia.com and Mike at onlythefinestmedia.com. Um, if you want to check out the podcast, it's on almost all streaming platforms apple music spotify anchor uh we also have an instagram page that we're very active on the podcast side um we post on facebook and yeah you know it's just that's basically it some fun times nice and mike let's let us know again if we wanted to go more the other route with your other business where they can find that i would love to because i'm still i mean i'm your i'm your buddy i'm your fan I want to be a true fan. Let everyone know where they can find true fan stuff. All right. So truefanmarketing.com uh, website has seen an uplift. I, th- I want to say it's been about a year now since yeah. we, since our first conversation. It was right around the time. I think it was like April or something. Yeah, I think so. Um, but um, yeah, so if you need help, uh, if you're local businesses, I've had a, you know, a lot of th- things are really starting to pick up. I actually just helped a, uh, a baker in Tucson kind of get nice. their website going, Some even some uh, some graphic design. But if I can't do it, I sure know somebody you can. Uh, you can find me, Mike, at truefanmarketing.com. Um, but this podcast is really all about you know, kind of Alan's time to shine. So if you're in the Phoenix area, if you need any kind of video production, I can vouch for you that he's got everything you need to make sure you sound good. You look good. The composition's going to look right. And then that footage will get sent to me and I'll edit it and get music and anything you need at prices that are not ridiculous. Um, You know, luckily we don't have any overhead at this point. Um, cause we both work out of our, out of our homes. So, yeah. uh, our prices are extremely reasonable, um, and downright, uh, value-y, I should say. <laughs> awesome. It's wonderful to hear guys. And I really do. Again, I'm excited for what's coming down the future for you guys. And let us know anytime if you guys want to come back on, if I can get a chance to jump in and be some kind of speaker head or something like that, or if I could be some kind of idiot who prop bets against you, let me do it. I want in, I want to be there oh, for anytime. you guys. So yeah, <laughs> anytime. I'll get into the weird stuff too. I'm, I'll, I'll throw my hat into something crazy like hopscotch. You know, if you want to throw in some bets on hopscotch, we'll go to, well, I'll do okay. that. The kid's spelling bee. The kid's spelling bee. I'll, I'll prop bet on that. Let's see if we can get something <laughs> on that. Oh, yeah. But again, thank you guys again for coming in. I do appreciate it. Uh, before we go, ladies and gentlemen, you can hear every episode of our podcast at FindingArizonaPodcast.com. We make it easy for you guys to connect with us. So all of our social media is under Finding Arizona Podcast. Facebook, Instagram, 
Twitter. It is all under Finding Arizona Podcast. And last but not least, we hope that you guys will help support us at patreon.com slash Finding Arizona Podcast. There you'll sign up for one of our tiers and in return, you'll get exclusive content. And uh, we hope that you guys enjoy your time with us and we hope to see you on the next episode. And thank you both Mike and Alan for coming on in. We will catch you later. That was a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.